My love, welcome to The Real You Podcast, where each episode I promise to show you that connecting your soul line to your girl line does not need to be that complicated. My name is Sarah and I am your hope and belief spirit guide with a bucket ton of passion for your mind, body, health and happiness. And I am here to empower you to really see that you can have it all. Hello my friend and welcome back to another episode of The Real You Podcast. It is Sunday morning. I am currently looking out of the window and it is raining but I am feeling good um, after a slightly unconscious um, sleep last night which was amazing, um, kind of prompted by the fact that I ate perhaps the biggest, most delicious, most amazingness donut just before I went to bed well like an hour or so before I went to bed oh my god so I don't really eat food like that that often because full transparency it doesn't make me feel amazing and you know I want to try and feel my best as much of the time as I can so when I identify things that don't make me feel good it's not to say that I will never do them especially if it's something um edible like a donut or maybe, you know, a glass of wine. But I will be very conscious about how often I have them because I am very aware of how they make me feel. And last night, this donut was, it had biscoffy cream in them. It was vegan, so it actually didn't impact me as um, intensely as a kind of non-vegan donut does. Um, But but nonetheless, it was still a lot of sugar um, and a lot for my body to take. And so the outcome was... I literally ate it and kind of just passed out. Um, But was it worth it? Yes, it absolutely was. But I wouldn't want to be doing it all of the time. But the result is I did sleep like a bit of a baby and we've gained a goddamn extra hour. I've like been thinking this morning, how the hell can I fix my life so that I always get this extra hour on a Sunday? Like, what can I do about this? Because I love it. It's like 10.53 and I'm kind of, I feel like I'm ahead of the game and it's just, I'm just like, okay, I need to recreate this. I need to do it somehow. If anyone has any suggestions, then uh, please reach out and let me know. The other announcement I have is I have a free life transformation masterclass, um, which is going to be next week. And I am so excited to be able to give this to you because it's basically the first step that I wish somebody had shown me a few years ago when I was feeling pretty stuck in my life. And I kind of felt like there was something missing, but I couldn't quite pinpoint on what it was. And I remember just looking around at others and thinking, they seem to have it all together. They seem to have a life that they love. They seem to be, you know, they seem to be like enjoying and they seem to have this amazing existence. And I, I don't, I don't have that. I, and I don't understand why. And so then I obviously made it all about me and that there was something wrong of me, which then obviously led into me feeling so crap about myself and shit talking myself all of the time. And then that led into feeling frustrated and even kind of lower, lower opinion of myself, um, which then led into needing to try and make myself um, numb or to distract myself from the pain that was going on inside by using destructive 
patterns. And you know, it wasn't, you know, previous years, it'd been more booze. Um, but then I'd moved on and I'd started using like exercise and diet and kind of um, using those as the things that I was, you know, convincing myself that if I, you know, got the perfect body, then all of the, all of the pieces would slot into place and life would be amazing. Um, and I was really sick and tired. I got, got to the point and I was like, oh, nothing I do is good enough. I'm not good enough. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't like, I, like my life is not the way that I want it to be, but I have no freaking clue where to start with it. And I, after I kind of decided that I wanted things to change, I struggled for such a long time just looking for the place to start. What was it that I actually needed to to do? What was the first step? And I'd, you know, I'd go blindly onto Instagram and I'd be looking around and trying to see if anything was jumping out at me and nothing ever did. So I ended up down rabbit holes and, you know, eventually I started to put things together and I started to, you know, I took that first step. I found it and I took it. Not not before I'd taken other steps that were, you know, not helpful. They were way too far advanced for where I was because you've always got to meet yourself where you're at on your great life journey. And especially when it comes to the personal world of personal development work and self-discovery and self-improvement, you have to meet yourself where you're at. And I was trying to do things that were like way too advanced and getting caught up on, you know, fancy labels and all of this kind of stuff. And then that then led into me thinking that there was something even more wrong with me, that none of this stuff was actually having the impact that it said it was going to have. I mean, for fuck's sake, it was, it was, it was a cycle. Um, and so this is why I've made this life transformation masterclass, because I want to give you the first step, the first step that I needed that it took me, you know, going round and round the houses to actually find. So in this masterclass, um, it's a three day, three day extravaganza. So you know, I will be giving you the first step um, that you need to take in order to actually start transforming things for yourself. And once you take the first step, then, you know, you then get the second step, then you take the third step. And before you know it, you are, you're in momentum with things and life is actually starting to change. So I am so excited to be able to do this. I'm really excited for, you know, connecting with the women that have already joined up and I would love you to come and join me. Um, so over the three days, I will give you the insight of the actions that you need to take. You will also get a um, free breathwork, one of my free breathwork um, practices to try. And we know how I much I love breathwork and how much it helped me to transform. And then, you know, we get some time for you to come back and we reflect on, you know, what you discovered. I will give you um, insight into the next steps that you need to take. And you also get the opportunity to get some live coaching for me. So, you know, if you're feeling stuck right now and you're not sure what your first step needs to be and you're sick and tired of repeating destructive patterns that you know are holding you back and you know are not making you feel good, then you've got nothing to lose. Like you have nothing to lose by signing up to this free masterclass. So the link will be in my, in the show notes. So um, click the link, sign up, and I will be so excited to see you there. And um, any questions, then obviously just reach out to me on Instagram and I will more than happily um, respond. Which brings me on to now, today's episode, which I wanted to record um, because it's a topic that is extremely important if you are someone who is single, 
and you are either considering going back out into the dating world or you are currently in the dating world and you know maybe things aren't quite going the way that you want them to um or you're just in this middle ground where you know you're dipping your toe in and out um but you need you, you kind of you you know that maybe how you've approached it before hasn't worked for you but you're not really sure what the new approach needs to be so I want to talk to you about conscious dating, um, which was something I did not do for a very long time, which is why I stayed stuck in the same pattern over and over for so very, very long. Um, so I wanted to bring it to the table and you know talk to you about it and hopefully it will give you some insight and you know a place to start looking at how maybe you need to change things for yourself. Um, so dating consciously is basically when we we enter into the dating world with a really heightened sense of who we are, what we want, what we need. Um, we are conscious of our own patterns when it comes to love. We are conscious of our own feelings. Um, at all times and we are able to you know manage ourselves in situations which keep us aligned with us feeling good us getting what we want and need out of a situation and that we are not changing ourselves or trying to you know be the chameleon to try and present a false sense of us to another person because that's what we perceive is going to get us the love that we want and the love that we desire. And it is also us being aware that when we are going into the world of dating, that we are going into it for the right reasons, that we are not going in to try and find, you know, love in order to complete a part of us, in order to fill a void, in order to fix our lives or ourselves, because that's that's not that's not a reason to be going out and finding love. That has to come from within you. So if your relationship, and I think I've said this on every episode, that if the relationship with you is not one that is healthy, is not one where you, you fully accept yourself and, you know, you are, you have a loving relationship with yourself and you are hoping that when you go out into the dating world that you're going to meet the person that is suddenly going to make you feel this way about yourself, make you feel acceptable, you know, validate your existence and, you know, pick you so that you know that you are lovable, then you will always end up in unhealthy dating patterns because you're going into the the dating scene for the wrong reasons. And so, like I said, for many years, I dated unconsciously. Um, and I heard this great analogy, um, which was a plant analogy, and we know how much I love plants, which is that, you know, plants all want to grow. There's no denying that a plant is here and it wants to grow. So if they are not growing, then something is missing. They are not getting something that they need or something is disconnected. So they're not getting enough sunlight. They're not getting enough water. They're not, you know, they're not thriving in their environment. Um, and it is then up to us to identify, okay, what is it that the plant needs in order to thrive? 
So if we look at how that then relates to you and, you know, love is that we as human beings, we all want to be loved and we all want to give love. We all want to receive love. So if you are someone who for years or months or, you know, whatever, whatever the time uh, frame is, you have not been successful in finding love, then you need to identify what is the obstacle? What is it that's actually stopping you? Because this is actually really nothing to do with the other people that you are going on dates with or the other, you know, the other person in the in this situation with you. So it's not about the it's not really about the men that you are choosing it's not that there aren't men out there and i'm using men you know because i am a heterosexual woman um and so this is kind of you know this is my experience but obviously this could be applied to all relationships so i just want to make that clear that i'm just using this because this is my this is where i am at and what i kind of know um, but I, you know, genuinely this could be applied to any relationship. So you have to identify what are my obstacles? What is it that I am doing that is attracting this type of relationship in this type of love in? Because only then, only when you are really honest and start looking at you in the situation, not the other person, so you're turning inwards and taking personal responsibility, it's only then that you can start to identify the um, patterns. And so that may, that means that you have to become more conscious of, you know, first of all, what is your story around love? So what is you know, your perception of how love is meant to be. Do you have lots of, um, lots of, not even, yeah. So do you have lots of stories around, okay, um, love should be like in the movies. Like where did your, where did you get your, your love perception from? So for me, I know that it was very much influenced by fairy tales and also rom-coms as I was growing up. So I think I always had this perception that love was going to be like a rom-com. And specifically, if we look at Matthew McConaughey, I watched a lot of rom-coms with him in, and in every single rom-com he's ever done, he always plays the emotionally unavailable dude. And then he meets a woman, and the woman comes in, and she changes him. She is this this woman that can walk in and she is so powerful that she can she can change him at his absolute core and make him suddenly you know be the man that she wants him to be in this relationship and that's just not how it works we cannot change other people we are not responsible for changing other people but if we have this perception that um you know we are going to be the ones that when we meet someone, we are we are going to be this guiding light. Even when, so you're getting all the red flags maybe at the beginning that they're not emotionally unavailable. But in your mind, you're like, oh, it's fine if I just if I just do everything that I think he wants me to do, everything that I perceive that you know is going to make him suddenly turn into you know being this man that I am looking for, then you know 
I will I will change him and he will transform into this this person that I want him to be and that's not how it works and so the first thing is you need to let go of the perception that you have the ability to change someone and you know I love those rom-coms I seriously do and I still watch them now but obviously I'm I'm a bit more aware this isn't actually how life works excuse me I'm just having a quick quick slurp of coffee um yeah I'm aware that this isn't actually how it works but I think a lot of us who were brought up with this kind of stuff do have a bit of a you know skew with perception of how love is meant to be and also you know looking at what were your influences when you were growing up looking at you know your parents or people around you what were those relationships so I mean you could have been getting a whole load of mixed messages which has kind of shaped how you go out into the world and how you kind of um you kind of look for love and so getting clear on what your perception of love is is actually going to be really powerful because then you can look at it and you can be like okay so is this actually real like do I think this is uh, do I think this is the truth and how and how love is or is this just something that isn't real and I actually need to let go of this being the fairy tale being the thing that I am actually I'm actually seeking um and you know the other thing you need to then look at is we all kind of go through this stage of saying um, or we all maybe have have at some stage had this idea that we had a type of person you know we have a specific type and that is the type that we always go for and so I want to bring it to the table that it isn't really so much that you have a type it's more that you have a pattern that you are fulfilling. And so you have to identify what this pattern is. And then it is up to you to decide, okay, so has this pattern that I have been dating by, is this serving me? is this getting me the relationship that I want? And if it's not, then your main focus needs to be to break this pattern. But obviously you can only do that if you know what the pattern is. Because only when you start breaking the pattern is it that you are gonna be able to meet the right person. So I'm going to offer you an exercise to do with this, which is to sit down and map out the last few years of dating. Uh, I mean, go back as far as you want, um, but then look for the patterns and ask yourself the questions. Okay, so how was I showing up in that relationship? Was I being authentic to myself? Because the reality is that if you are not showing up in a relationship being authentic, so not being you, you will attract people who are being as inauthentic as you. So if you are, say you are approaching a relationship and you are, you know, or approaching a dating situation and you are 
you are in your queen and sovereign power. So you are powerful and you are in a good relationship with yourself and you know who you are, you know what you want and need, and you are not going to be um, settling. You are not going to be deserting yourself in order to, you know, fulfill this need or want for love because you are so connected to you that you know that you are okay whether you have someone else in your life or not and that's a big thing like when going back to what I was saying about feeling that you want to meet someone in order to complete your life and to fill this void that is never going to work out you have to already be complete when you go into the dating world in order for you to attract the people that are going to be right for for you you know you can't go into it from a place of oh it's okay I'll go into this and I will you know I will people please and I will you know I will be the martyr so that I can earn this love so that I will be good enough for them to, you know, to, to want me. They will pick me. That's not what it's about. You get to choose. But unless you are being authentic to yourself and you are in an authentic relationship with yourself and showing up in your everyday life from this space, then it tips over into, you know, what you are doing and who you are attracting in the dating world. And a good thing to do with this is if you are, if you don't know, like maybe when I'm saying about being authentic, you're like, well, I don't really know whether I don't really know whether I am or I am not. First of all, I would say deep down in your heart, you do know if you are being authentic or not. But it may be that you are scared to admit that you are not being authentic, um, or that you know you are hiding it because you don't trust that being authentic is going to you know keep you safe and not end up with you being rejected because us as human beings every single one of us has an underlying fear of being of being rejected you know but looking at the areas of your life because where you are how you are showing up in one area of your life is how you show up in all other areas of your life so kind of looking at all areas areas of your life and seeing if you can identify where am I not showing up authentically and this can be you know in relationships with friends do you find that you are going into a relation do you find in friendships um that you know you are always people pleasing you are always putting yourself out you are always being the martyr because you know that's just how your friendships your friendships have always been you felt you've had to earn a place and your wants and needs are not valid and if that's the case then that's not that's you not being authentic so if that's how you are in your friendships then guaranteed that's how you are in your dating life as well because you have to go into the dating space being confident and connected to you so that you have an open heart because when you have an open heart, you have the ability to be vulnerable. When you have the ability to be fully vulnerable, you have the ability to be very magnetic for people who are also in this space, who are also open-hearted, who are also, you know, have the ability to be vulnerable. And so that authenticity attracts authenticity. So, you know, if you're not attracting in, the people that you want, then you need to look at, okay, so where am I not being authentic? And asking where, where am I not being open? 
because this is all about looking. So those obstacles that I was talking about, this is about looking at, okay, so, okay, there's the obstacle. I can see this is the obstacle. I can see this is the block. So what is the work that I now need to do in order to attract in the love that I want? Where do I need to take personal responsibility? And this was something I had to do. I spoke about it when I was talking about my kind of um, journey to meeting um, my boyfriend now, you know, and I had to do a lot of taking personal responsibilities and not playing the victim and not playing the martyr. Um, so I had to do a lot of personal work before I was ready to enter into a relationship because that's the thing when you are in good relationship with yourself, that is the thing that's setting yourself up for, you know, a relationships of success for a successful dating life. So if you can look at your dating patterns, so writing out your dating relationships, your previous dating, uh, your previous dating patterns and relationships. So look at them from the beginning, look at them in the middle, look at them, um, you know, how did they end? And then try and remember, like, how were you feeling? How were you acting? Um, and if, you know, if you haven't been in a relationship for years, or maybe you've never been in a relationship, which if you haven't, that's okay. There's no shame around it. You know, you just haven't, you've not been ready to be in a relationship and that is also okay. And if you're not dating, that's also okay. But then the big question around it is, if you do want love, which, you know, if you're listening to this, I'm assuming that you are on the quest for love and as human beings, we do all want love then why, what is that obstacle for you? Why are you not putting yourself out there, you know? Um, so there's a lot of questions you have to, you know, ask yourself. It's really, honestly, about getting freaking really curious with yourself about everything because that's how you become more consciously aware of yourself. So rather than when, uh, say, you are online dating someone, and he, I don't know, you, you go on a couple of dates or you have a couple of Zoom calls as it might be now or however it is and then, you know, things just kind of fizzle out. Rather than going into, oh my God, what did I do wrong? What is wrong with me? Or, you know, the guy's a jackass or whatever it is, get curious about it. Approach your questioning and, and your examination of what happened from a place of power, not from a place of, you know, playing the, the almost powerless uh, woman in the situation of thinking that it's, you know, it's something that you've done wrong. And looking at it from, okay, so that's interesting. So what was my initial feelings about him? Why did I why did I like him in the first place? How were the conversations? Did we did we have much in, you know, did we have much in common? Were there any red flags that maybe I was ignoring, you know? And really taking back your power and seeing every time that you end up in a conversation with somebody on a dating app that it's this is a really exciting you know opportunity for you to be able to learn so learning you know what was my communication style like what was their communication style like was I being completely authentic was I you know was I people pleasing because the thing is when you're showing up in um, situations with people and you are like I said not being authentic so maybe you're holding pieces of yourself 
back or you're, you know, there's questions that you want to ask, but you're not asking. Or maybe it's even that, you know, you wanted to ask this guy, you know, are you, are you looking for a relationship or are you just on here for hookups? But you don't ask that question because you're scared that if you ask that question and you ask, okay, you know, because you've gone in it and you are looking for a relationship, again, going back to you always need to be clear about what your wants and needs are and why you are showing up in a situation. But if you held back and didn't ask that that guy, you know, what are you here for? Are you are you wanting a relationship or, or what is this? That's you not being authentic. That's you not showing up as the version of you because you're scared that if you show, if you ask him that question, are you ready for a relationship? that he is number one, he's going to think that you are needy. Number two, he's going to judge you. Number three, that he might then just vanish, that he might disappear and reject you, which is going to happen anyway, because you're not on the same page. You're not in the same energy space. You don't want the same things. If you are going on, if you really want a relationship and you're going into the dating world, you have to be that has to be, you have to be open and honest about that. And when you say it to people, stand in the power that if they say, you know, if they do reject you and they do, you know, vanish, that's okay. Rejection is protection. Like they are not meant to be. They are not the people for you because they are not ready to have a relationship. So stop being scared to be rejected by you speaking your truth because rejection is one of the best things that can happen to you. As painful as it fucking is, it's one of the best things because it means that, you know, that person wasn't meant for you and you can, you can, you can look at it, get curious, learn the lessons and then move the fuck on with your life, you know? to the next one rather than feeling you need to sit and dwell in it I'm so sorry there's somebody like screaming out in the street and it's really distracting me I don't really know what's going on I don't know if you can hear that or not um yeah so you know don't be scared to say what you what you want and I think I did this for a long time I was very fearful to actually be open and honest and say no I want a relationship this is what I am freaking here for and you know what when I started, you know, breaking that pattern of not saying what I wanted truly, what I, you know, that I was there for a relationship, it felt really uncomfortable. And this is something important to say is that when you start to connect what your patterns are and you start on the quest to actually break them. So, you know, when you see a pattern of yours cropping up in a dating situation, actually choosing to do something different, it is going to feel so freaking uncomfortable because anything that we are doing, which is taking us off autopilot and making us go against our programming and our conditioning feels uncomfortable and I can give you an example from you know the relationship that I am in now in that there have been times when I have almost found how flowy and how calm um, this relationship is and how you know comfortable I feel to kind of be myself and to be that authentic version of myself, there have been times when I have almost questioned, is there something wrong because I don't feel anxious? I am saying something and he is not pulling away. I am saying something and he is he is accepting me. And, you know, that has felt unnerving and uncomfortable for me because I've never had that before. 
Now, had I have been unaware of my own pattern, I could have very easily sabotaged myself because I may I might have interpreted that feeling of calm and this feeling of you know everything is going is going well I might have interpreted that that um this means there's something wrong with the relationship because it, this is the kind of love that I have never experienced before and so you know if you don't have awareness of your own patterns it's very easy for you to you know just sabotage yourself because you just kind of go with what you have always, always done. And you might even get to the point where a relationship is going, you know, a relationship is going amazingly well. And you may have a pattern always of getting to a certain point in relationships. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, you suddenly go off the person, not because they've done anything, just because, you know, you suddenly start to pull away. And when that starts to happen, quite often there can be an underlying pattern of you not feeling good enough to be in that relationship. You not you because you don't fully love yourself because you are not in you know a really healthy relationship with yourself. You almost get to the point where you're judging the other person for loving you in the way that they do or for treating you the way that they are. Because you're like, well, what the hell do they, what what do they actually see in me? So you actually sabotage the relationship as number one, because you're perhaps thinking what is wrong with them because they are accepting and loving me, or you do it as protection because you're like, oh my God, so I, you know, any minute now, they're going to realize that I, I am not the person that they say I am. And, you know, then they're going to reject me. So what I'm going to do is I am going to reject them first because you know that's just that's just easier and so without knowing your patterns you have no control over being able to step in and go okay just to examine it to do that thing of getting curious again examining what ex exactly is going on and you know really digging into okay so why is this why am I feeling like this is it actually to do with them or is this to do with me and my conditioning and so if you keep getting to the same point, again, this pattern, if you if you know that you keep getting to the same point, then you need to stop, like stop just trying to go in, then go into another situation without stopping to do the work on yourself, without stopping to do your own self-exploring, without looking at, okay, so what is it? You know, you're the common denominator in the things not working out. So therefore you need to turn inwards and take responsibility and start working out what is your block? Why do you keep doing that? Because you're not, you're not going to be, you're not going to be able to move forward from that. You know, it's literally like you in a car driving backwards and forwards into a wall. You know, you have to look for an alternative. You have to look for another way around. And so another thing that I also wanted to bring up as I am chatting here is like, how do you know if someone is right? How do you know, you know, red flags? You know, how, how can you see the red flags? Because I think sometimes we can just be in total denial about the red flags. We see them, we hear them, but we decide that, again, when you're coming at it from a place of, I need this to fix me, if you're coming, in it, coming at it from a place of desperation, then, then there's, there's a bigger chance that you're going to ignore the red flags because you're, again, just so grateful that somebody picked you. You don't need people to pick you. You get to go out and actually choose what works for you. You have more power than you actually realize.
but I heard this great acronym, um, which is, I literally thought it was the best thing I've ever heard to do with, you know, how, how do you identify if this is the right person for me? How do I know that they are, you know, in the same space as me? So if you are ready for a relationship, this acronym is, is going to really help you to be able to identify actually for you and for them as to whether or not they are um, a person that is in the right place for you. And the acronym is RAW. And what the acronym actually stands for is ready, able, and willing. So it's about using this acronym when you are entering into a dating situation and using it to help you really see the red flags by asking the questions. So first of all, is this person really ready for a relationship? And this doesn't mean that it has to be, or the person has to be ready for a relationship with you, but are they as an individual ready for a relationship? And then you need to turn this round on you and you need to ask yourself, am I 100% truly ready for a relationship? Am I wanting this relationship for the right reasons because remember you will attract in mirrors so if you're not ready for a relationship then the person that you attract in will also not be ready for a relationship so it's about being really honest with yourself as well as looking at the other person then is the person able to be in a relationship so is the person you know do they have the time are they able to show up in the relationship authentic and vulnerable? Remembering that being in a healthy relationship means that you are both there being completely intimate with each other. So into me, you see, I love that little just um, like kind of breakdown of it. Um, and in order to achieve that, you have to be 100% vulnerable and not be scared to do that. And so if you're hiding behind a shield because you're fearful of being vulnerable, then you will keep attracting in people that are also in that space where they are not going to want to be fully intimate. And so therefore the healthy relationship um, will not happen. And then the next thing is, you know, asking yourself, you know, am I able to be in a relationship? Do I have the time? Am I being, am I able to be authentic and fully vulnerable? And then the last one, willing. So is the person willing to put in the work? Are they willing to show up? Are they willing to match their actions with their words? And then again, flip it around in yourself. Am I, am I willing to put in the work? Because relationships are, there is, there is always an element of having to work at them. It's not these romantic comedies. It's not the fairy tale you know, um, and you have to be aware that if somebody doesn't meet all three of, you know, these, um, these things, then that is not going to be a healthy relationship. And you can be willing and not able already. You can be able, but not willing already. And you can be ready, but not willing or able. So you have to get really, you know, honest and not be scared to put somebody um, up against these questions and to know that if they are not a hell yes to every single one of those, then it is a hell no. 
you know, and just take that as, you know, okay, so it's not the right person, so I'm okay to move on. It means nothing about me. It means that they are not in the space. And, you know, just don't live in, don't live in the denial of, okay, well, he seems, or the person seems willing and he seem, they seem able, but I can sense that they're not, they're not ready. And, but because you really want this to work out, you're like, okay, well, maybe, maybe that, maybe in time they will become ready. And, you know, maybe in time they will, but maybe in time they were, and you don't have, you don't have the power to control them, you know? And so you, yes, you could go into that relationship, but please don't expect that, you know, that things are going to progress the way that you want them to, because somebody, if somebody isn't ready to be in a relationship, no matter how amazing the connection, you know, if they're not ready, then it will get to the point where, you are just settling because you're not going to be getting everything that you want out of the relationship. And again, going back to that thing, don't be scared to be rejected. You will always be okay. Yes, it's painful as hell, but you will always be okay. So just remember that mantra, rejection is protection. And if you keep avoiding being rejected because it hurts, if you keep avoiding getting uncomfortable and, you know, risking experiencing pain, then you will miss out on the right person because you will not, you will not be able to fully experience what you need to experience in order to have a healthy relationship if you don't go through all of the lessons that all of the rejection and pain teaches you. You know, you don't have that comparison thing of what feels right, what doesn't, what do I like, what do I, what do I not like, you know? So it's all a learning lesson. All of this stuff is learning lessons. Everyone that comes into our life is is a mirror. They have amazing lessons to teach us, but we have to choose that we have to choose that we want to actually learn them and we have to choose that we're going to put ourselves out out there. But fundamentally, at the absolute core of all of this and the absolute um, you know, essential part of you being able to go out and consciously date is that you need to be aware of, you need to know you, you need to be aware of your patterns, you need to be very clear on what you want and need, and you have to not be scared to actually put that out there and stand by it, do not compromise, do not become that people pleaser, do not become, you know, that martyr, you are worth more than that, you know, and all I want is for you to, you know, have the healthy love and beautiful relationships that, you know, you want, but it may take some work depending on, you know, depending on where you're at, how much work, I don't know, but don't be, don't be scared to actually just be like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to not try, I'm going to put dating on the back burner for a while. I'm going to work on this relationship with myself. I'm going to date the absolute crap out of myself. I'm going to become the person that I want to date. And when you do that, when you're when you're when you're working on all of that, then you will start to attract the right people in. So some quick take-home points about conscious dating is number one, you need to identify your own patterns. 
So doing the exercise I gave you in the middle, which is just to map out your dating history, look for patterns, get curious about, you know, why did that happen? Where did that come from? Where did I maybe see that in, you know, my childhood? Or where did I see that, you know, um, mirrored to me in people around me? The next thing is to see all of your breakups as learning experiences. So all of them have lessons. I've learned so many lessons. Um, Then recognize that the kind of partner you attract is always in some way a reflection of who you are and where you have room to grow. So a mirror. And a big part of conscious dating is being conscious of your feelings at all times and knowing your own wants and needs and standing by those. So always questioning everything always being curious about, okay, so why is this happening? You know? And then the last thing is just to know thyself, which goes back into this relationship with self. Do not desert yourself. You deserve to have everything you want and you can have everything that you want. You know, even if you are stuck in a place where you're like, oh, well, I'm too old now, you know? Do not do not choose to let yourself be the thing that blocks you from actually experiencing true love. And, you know, regardless of what statistics say, so yes, maybe it is older, maybe it is harder to fall in, you know, to find love when you get older, but then why not choose to not let yourself be part of those statistics? Why not do everything in your power to make that statistic irrelevant to you? you know so just get into the habit of challenging everything and making everything about you and your journey and your life and know that you are worth everything you want you deserve everything you want and that you are enough as you are so I hope this has been insightful I know I went off on a few tangents I think I sometimes get to the end of these podcasts I'm like I don't even remember what I I actually even remember what I what I said because I just get so in my kind of like you know flow with it all um but if you are struggling with dating and your love life then please feel free to reach out to me and let's open up a conversation to see if and how I can help you um And if you have any questions about anything, then again, reach out to me in my DMs because I love connecting with you. I love chatting to you um, and seeing where you are at with things. Um, But, you know, go out there and get to know your goddamn self because you are wonderful. And that is it. Have an amazing, amazing day. And I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so, so much for listening to the Real You podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And I would be truly, truly grateful if you could share this with your friends on your social media. Do not forget to tag me in any social media platforms that you share it on. Then the icing on the cake would be if you could head over to iTunes and leave me a review and some stars. You are amazing. You are more capable than you know. Until next time, my queen, keep it real.